0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, I am talking Marvel. Now, I will be the first to admit I am not a big-time superhero guy or person. I enjoy the movies. Um, I've seen the Avenger movies, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, or Ragnarok, or... However you say it, my name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader of the group, whichever one that featured that that guy, Korg. Korg, I think his name was. Yeah. Um, they're all kind of the same. You know, that's that's one of the things. I mean, that, that was what made this. Uh, that's what made uh, Ragnarok or Ragnarok, or whatever it's called, kind of interesting. Is it was a little bit of a. Um, it was a little bit funnier. <clears throat> It was a little bit funnier. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't quite the same formula as most of the superhero movies, where it's basically just like you know, protagonist, protagonist gets strong, protagonist faces antagonist, antagonist defeats protagonist, or has the protagonist up against the wall. You know, our hero comes back and just wins it. You know, it's kind of the formula. Anyway, recently I've thought about Marvel. And superheroes and I went down the proverbial rabbit hole you see I saw an article that ranked uh, the strongest Marvel superheroes from 20 to number one maybe you're thinking I'm going to give you that list while you're wrong because I don't remember it very well nor do I really remember where I read it However, I did compile a list of superheroes that I know virtually nothing about prior to recording this episode, uh, or very little about. Yeah, basically nothing or very little. And I thought I'd share uh, some interesting characters. They're not necessarily superheroes. They're actually probably not heroes at all. Uh, they're just weird characters that I, I looked into Um <clears throat> You know, they're, they're weird. Yeah, they're weird weirder. They're, there's something interesting about them. I figured I'd share them with you. First character. A character I do know uh, is Ego, the living planet. Okay. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Both or all three of them, however many there are. And I do remember this character. Now, Ego, the living planet, is a conscious planet. Um... And, and I will say, I think it's a wildly creative and awesome idea for a character, right? Every part of its substance, its atmosphere, uh, it's controlled by the consciousness, you know, the, the atmosphere, the terrain, all that. It's controlled by the consciousness of ego. Uh, ego can transform into powerful beings. It can shape the terrain, like I said, uh, based on circumstance. Uh, think about what a cool idea for a character, it's not a gal with super strength, it's not a guy that can teleport, it's an entire planet that has its own consciousness. I think I like the character of Ego even more, where I wanted to talk about it more in particular because Kurt Russell is the one who portrayed Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy. Kurt Russell, of course, got his career off in a very humble fashion. He played Boy Kicking Mike in the 1963 film It Happened at the World's Fair. This is straight from his Wikipedia page, which is probably straight from his IMDb. Very modest beginnings. I wonder if in 1963, when they gave him the role of Boy Kicking Mike, if Kurt Russell um, thought he was going to go on to do great things in his career um, maybe he comes from like Hollywood royalty I'm not sure about that right? because isn't Kurt Russell the one who's also married to or was married to, to Goldie Hawn or whatever her name was and their daughter is Kate Hudson I think so maybe Russell comes from a similar prestigious line of royalty like that Okay, in all seriousness, I do like Kurt Russell. I like uh, quite a few of his films. Um, for me, he's been a few uh, movies that, for me, have been very memorable uh, films. Um, mostly, the The Thing. That's you know kind of my favorite. If you haven't seen um, The Thing, and you enjoy thrillers and or horror movies, uh, then you should really see the 82 Original. I think they've made a remake or two since then. Uh, but that 1982 movie is absolute perfection as far as I'm concerned. And what I really enjoyed um, about that movie, what I can really appreciate about it is they use a lot of prosthetics, a lot of practical effects for some of the gore, some of the, um, the crazy things that happen. And it's interesting to think of a movie made in 1982, um, that in many ways looks more real, uh, than plenty of sci-fi films filmed now. And, um, I, I think for films, that's usually the right way to go. I think as, as, uh, as humans, we, um, we're able to quickly percept, uh, or perceive what, what is real and what is, what is fake, um, And I just think when films, you know, I I think when they do it uh, for small details, it looks really great. But when when sort of the the main focus on the screen or during a scene is going to be something that's uh, inserted, uh, you know, CGI, I think we can tell. But the thing, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I can remember, uh, in part looks gory and scary and gross because they use, uh, you know, practical effects. So I remember um, I wasn't around in 1982, uh, but I remember watching that movie on, it uh, came up like on DirecTV or something like that, whatever cable provider we had as kids, and I remember watching it. And, uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. I also really enjoyed uh, Miracle, right, hacky uh, hockey movie, and The Hateful Eight, but uh, I think in many ways it's because I enjoy Tarantino style of film uh, which is why I liked Hateful Eight and maybe why I like Russell even more I think he just looks like a cool guy this coming from someone who really doesn't know much about his personal life okay the next character that I think was strange or worth chatting about for a little bit is MODOK, M-O-D-O-K. Just look up this character and you'll be wondering what is up with this thing. MODOK is really George Tarleton, who was a technician for the organization Advanced Idea Mechanics, AIM, A-I-M. Uh, he created the Cosmic Cube, and the AIM scientists use Advanced mutagenics to alter Tarleton and create the superintelligent MODOK. It's just a weird um, background story, weird-looking character. Uh, MODOK goes on to become ambitious, kills his former masters, and takes control of AIM. He's a common antagonist to Captain America, battling the hero on four-plus occasions. Just Google that, you know. I think MODOK, I, I don't know how prevalent he is. Again, I'm not a... I'm not a comic book guy, and I'm not a, a Marvel guy per se. I do, as I've said, I enjoy the films, but you know, I don't really follow a lot of the lore or a lot of the uh, storyline. Uh, look him up. He's a weird-looking little little character. All right, another character that caught my attention: Howard, the Duck. Bum, bum, bum. A.K.A. Master of Quack-Fu A.K.A. Feathered Fury Not making this up, people Howard the Duck was introduced In 1973's Adventure Into Fear Number 19 Uh, Howard the Duck did not have any superpowers The only thing that made him extraordinary Was the fact that he was a Talking Duck So he's basically Donald Duck Okay, that's what Marvel did He's basically just Donald Duck and the funny thing is, if you look at the comic uh, book uh, or the comic cover, it just looks like Donald Duck and he's like wrapped up in chains, like insane asylum. So I'm wondering if uh, whoever came up with Howard the Duck said we want to just essentially plagiarize um, Donald Duck and see what happens. Unless Donald Duck came after, but <clears throat> I don't think that's the case. I mean, on top of that, I mean, they could have they could have made Howard the Duck. I mean, given maybe a different aesthetic, uh, why not Howard the Goose? You know what I mean? Just something a little different, especially if he has no superheroes or superpowers, he comes off as kind of lazy. Yeah. adventure into fear that's the other thing is how are you going to have a character named Howard the duck on the f- cover and per- you know probably the, the the hero in a comic series titled adventure into fear hmm. uh next character that i found hellcow also known as bessie This is one of the few Marvel characters introduced with Swiss origins being presented as a cow hailing from Switzerland. Hellcow first appeared in 1975. So what's the deal with Hellcow? He or she, it, whatever uh, Hellcow prefers, uh, is basically a cow mixed with a vampire. I'm not making this up. The main motivation for Bessie was, get this, to seek Dracula and get revenge. Now, from my very limited research, I didn't see what Bessie is seeking revenge for. Presumably, maybe Dracula was the one that created Hellcow by infecting the cow. And, you know, that that might be that that may be the case. Uh, But this was the main motivation for Hellcow is Find Dracula, Extract Revenge. This was Hellcow's obsession. Here's a kicker, uh, and this one had me LOLing, LOLing out loud. IRL. Remember when that used to be so popular, like, like, LOL is still used, but I remember, like, when, when texting was kind of new. Like, as, as young people, we, we kind of, my experience i'm curious what yours was we kind of like took pride in misspelling things everything wanted to be everything needed to be abbreviated or what had to be like w-u-t um I, i think maybe part of the motivation was uh cell phone carriers would charge you per text in some cases or you had a limit to the number of texts that you could send um so in order just to reduce the space and the, the characters that you're using but I, I remember uh oddly enough i found my not not my original cell phone that phone who knows where that is but i found um you know a phone i used to use basically when i was like in i don't know like middle school high school and um I was able to turn it on and, and I saw a couple of messages, you know, obviously I didn't have a SIM card at that point, but I had uh, a couple of messages that were there from before. Some of the message I sent, you know, what are you doing? W U T the letter R letter U D O I N. And now I just don't find that to be the way people communicate through text like when someone's on the WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or whatever it may be, no, you don't, you really don't see people typing "wt." I mean, it's all so proper. But back in the day, that used to be the the way to communicate. It was you could identify someone as being an old person. That's so. That, I mean, at least the circle that I ran in, it was like, why are you typing so formally? Not that I was anti-establishment ever in my life, but. I just thought it was like, you're, you're such an adult. Why are you, why are you, why are you writing this out? Full, full words. Why? This is technology. Anyway. Uh, so Hellcow's obsession was getting it at uh Dracula. So here he was a kicker that I was talking about that had me. LOLing. cow was doomed and given an early death by Marvel. Here's how hell cow died. A wooden stake was put through its heart by Howard the Duck. Master of quack-foo took a wooden stake, drived it directly into poor Bessie's heart. just weird. It's just weird. I mean, it's like, it makes you wonder, like, what are these people thinking about? It's ridiculous. Craziness. All right, the last character I wanted to bring to your attention, Dr. Bong, a.k.a. Lester Verde. They probably say Verde, but it's uh, green in Spanish, so I'm saying Verde. Verde. Yeah. Okay, so if you look up Dr. Bong, uh, it's an interesting image you'll find. A very, very interesting looking character, that's for sure. Dr. Bong was featured in the same comic as Howard the Duck and Hellcow. So Marvel was really thinking a little crazy when they were coming up with this comic. comic. Dr. Bong has, uh, he's not actually a doctor. He just has good knowledge of genetics and has transformed, and he can transform animals into sentient humanoid beings to serve his evil will. He can also apparently strike things with his bell-shaped head and or ball-shaped hand and produce sonic vibrations that can do a lot of things, including creating a sonic barrier for protection and transporting him by triggering a teleportation device. You know, when I read things like this, it just makes me think you, you you can genuinely come up with comic characters, heroes, antagonists, places pretty much by just wishing it into existence. How do you have a character named Lester who becomes Dr. Bong? He has a bell-shaped head and a ball-shaped hand. And and then went through this. You know? Because the thing is Dr. Bong, he got a little bit of runtime. He was featuring comics alongside She-Hulk, Deadpool, and even the amazing Spider-Man. As recently as 2008, So it's not as if Dr. Bong was like how the duck, you know, how the duck and how they had a very short lifespan. You know, they were alive in the 70s. Basically, they had a, a very brief run and they said, why do we have why did we plagiarize Donald Duck? Why do we have a cow that's a vampire? Why not just a regular vampire? You ever think that sometimes people come up with things that are a little bit too elaborate for their own good? Because wouldn't it have just been just as interesting to have... Instead of Hellcow, you have, like, Hellbat. He's just a vampire that kind of looks like a bat. Right? Not that I'm telling Marvel what to do there, obviously. On good stuff. So yeah, as recently as 2008, you would be able to pick up a comic and... See Dr. Bong Dr. Bong So Lester is the original form of Dr. Bong He was a journalist uh, Or a journalism student Whose hand was severed by a miniature guillotine When performing with the bank Mildred Horowitz I didn't see why A miniature guillotine was featured I didn't quite notice, or I didn't quite... It was just apparently severed. Dr. Bong goes on to be pitted against She-Hulk, and it's a weird timeline for Dr. Bong, all in all. There was something about quintuplets. There was something about he was maybe attracted to She-Hulk. She-Hulk eventually defeats him. I'm not quite sure. It's um, a little bit of a weird story. So there you have it. We learned about Ego, Hal Cow, Howard the Duck, MODOK Lester Verde, Verde, Dr. Bong. Weird stuff. I'm curious to know if you guys have any Marvel characters or maybe DC characters. Maybe I'll do that next. Like strange uh DC uh characters if you have any weird ones you want me to chat about or want to bring to my attention you can always email show at hello at sleep and relax asmr you can check out our website sleep and relax com. follow us on the popular asmr app tingles that's all for this episode thanks for listening thanks how what's my uh going away i've actually forgotten what my uh ending salutation is it's uh thanks for listening and take care yeah that's it can't believe i forgot the one but yeah i will end it right there thanks again until next time